Driven mofos, I wanted to mention something that means a lot to me. When I was younger, everyone doubted me and their doubts became my doubts. Their fears festered inside my mind and I hated myself as I knew I could do so much more in life. I just didn't know where to start and failure would reinforce what a loser I already believed I was. If it wasn't for listening to audios just like this, which I spent tens of thousands of dollars on, I would have probably ended it all. I know that there are so many people out there who feel this way and are holding themselves back from greatness. So if I could ask just one favor today, it would be that you share this podcast with just one person as it may make all the difference and start them on a new path. How you respond in times of adversity really show your current character. Welcome to The Underestimated Entrepreneur, where we talk about how to get the best out of yourself and how to build a life that you can't wait to get out of bed and live each day. This podcast is my attempt at documenting my journey, sharing my insights and what I've learned from being the private mindset and mental performance coach to some of the country's top athletes, rich listers, entrepreneurs, and running events for tens of thousands of people on how to better themselves and those around them. This is for those driven to achieve more in life, but are often underestimated by those around them. This podcast is my attempt at helping you prove your doubters wrong. Please enjoy. Driven mofos, welcome back to another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. All right, let's get straight into it. In times of adversity, the way you respond to the challenge tells you everything that you need to know about your own individual character and how strong or how weak your mindset is. Now, just like a chain, a chain always breaks at the weakest link. You're going to break in times of adversity at your weakest link. Now, I watch people every week send me messages or reach out to me and they say, you know, Michael, I'm stressed out, I'm burnt out, I'm tired, or my business is stuck, or, you know, I'm having all these financial problems. They're already getting an insight into their breaking point, into their weakest link, into the thing that makes them unstable. Now, if you're someone who is so addicted to making money that that's how you build your self-worth, your self-love, and your self-respect, when you start to struggle financially, money is going to be your weakest link. It's going to be the thing that rattles you. So you sure as shit better be working on that area to make sure that it's strong and tight. Now, yes, any area that is growing has to have stress and has to have pressure, but you have to really work on that area to strengthen it up. So if you're someone who is always afraid and always scared about losing money, which is fucking most people on the planet that I come across anyway. Those people, their weakness is always money. And they'll work for money. They're essentially a prostitute. They get fucked for cash every day. They go to work and they do shit that they don't want to do because they're just doing it to make money, right? In fact, much respect to people that work doing something that they love, even if it is prostitution. But I have very little respect for people who wake up in the morning and they go to job and they get fucked every day doing shit that they don't want to do, right? Because it shows how weak they are mentally, emotionally, how bad their focus is. How are they supposed to create a life? One day they are going to die. When they die, they have to look back and reflect on their life and see what their decision making looked like. Now imagine getting up every day and complaining and bitching and moaning. 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60, 65, maybe 70, 75, depending on how much money someone has so that they can retire. Then they retire and they have to self-reflect that they've wasted 20, 30, 40 years doing shit that they don't want to do. Where every morning, 365, they woke up and bitch and moaned and complained about the choices that they make every day. Like they're the fucking victim in the decision-making. I have to go to work. You don't have to go to work, you dumb motherfucker. You don't have to go to work. You choose to go to work. It's a choice. You chose to set your alarm the night before and you chose to get out of bed. Now I hear people say every day, oh, but you got to pay the bills. No, you don't. Go live on the street. 
Okay, there are people every day that live on the street. Why? Because they don't want to fucking work. Most of them, right? Their priority in life is taking drugs and being free. Now, it's not everyone I'm generalizing here, but you don't have to work. You're choosing to work. And you're choosing to work because it helps you live the life that you want. So therefore, when the alarm goes off in the morning, you wake up and you go, wow, I get to go to work today. This is exciting. And I get to become a better person because I'm adding value to the organization, to the company. Or if you're a business owner, you get to add value to the lives of others. If you're a concreter, you get to do better concreting than anybody else. If you're a personal trainer, you get to inspire people to have better bodies. If you're a graphic designer, you get to create some amazing shit in the world. Okay, if you're customer service, you get to interact with people. Your one conversation today may be the conversation that makes their fucking day. When you wake up and you have that type of energy and that type of intensity, watch what happens. Your whole life is going to change. And then when you get hit with adversity, you're going to have the characteristics of a person that is inspired, a person that is driven. You're going to make better decisions. Okay, when you're challenged with this adversity around money, you wake up and you go, you know what? I just have to serve more people or I just have to do a better job or I have to add more value or I have to get our customers to see the value that I produce. And so you work on your marketing and your branding, and your business becomes better. And now all of a sudden you've got a more valuable business. You've got to work on those weak links, right? If you don't go out and you don't connect and you're a business owner because you get dressed in the morning, you look in the mirror and you go, man, I'm a fat fuck. Look at that. I can't even see my toes, right? If that is you, then you know your weak point. That's the thing that's keeping you stuck. That's the adversity. So the decision is how do I change it? How do I do better? How do I fix that so it's not a weak point anymore? How do I make that weak point stronger? And so what do you do? You realize that you need to start counting your calories. You hire a personal trainer. If you can't afford a personal trainer, you put on your running shoes and you start walking around the block and you turn that walk into a moderate pace walk until you turn it into a jog. And you keep doing it until you watch those pounds shred off. And then one day you're going to look at yourself in the mirror and go, fuck yeah, I built that. And when you realize that you built that strong link, that's going to become your strength and not your weakness. Then you can move on to the next one, right? It might be relationships. You might be in some shitty relationship where your partner puts you down all the time, where your partner makes you question everything that you do before you decide to grow your business or before you decide to do something that's important to you. You get stressed about her or him and you go, you know what? They don't understand. Then fucking change it because that's your weak point. That's the thing that's holding you back. That's the thing that's going to stop you from living the life that you want. So how do you do it? You acknowledge it first. You go, this is my weak point. This is where I break. And you go and strengthen it. So if you have an intimate relationship that's not working well, there's a few things. You've got to understand each other's value structure, their values hierarchy, what's important to them. A person who has a high value on family is never going to make good business decisions. Every week, I speak to business owners and they're like, I have to go talk to my wife or my husband. And I'm like, you fucking idiot. That is so fucking stupid. Right, that's like me buying a car and then going asking kids whether it's the right car to buy it. They're not going to give me the answer that I want. They're going to give me the answer that they like. If you're a business owner and you've got to go ask your partner if you can do something, you're not a leader. You're a follower. You're following their decision. That is so bad, so dumb. That is your weak point. That is going to keep you stuck and then you're going to blame them for why your business doesn't grow. Dumb. That is dumb. They're going to filter their decisions through their values. When you say, I want to go spend a hundred grand to grow my business and you go and ask them if it's okay, they're going to filter it through and go a hundred thousand dollars. How does that sit with the family? And they're going to filter and go, you know what? For a hundred thousand dollars, we could go on a holiday. We can pay off more of the mortgage. We could be more safer. 
we could put the kids through a better school. We need to buy school uniforms. And they're filtering it through maybe their high values of family. So they're thinking about how to spend that $100,000 on family because it's a higher value than business. And if you're a business owner and you're going and asking someone who has a different value structure, what do you expect that they're going to say? So dumb. If you're a business owner and you're wanting to grow your business, please make sure you head to Facebook and search for my No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. It's totally free and I share tips, tools, templates, and live trainings on all things sales, marketing, leadership, management, systemization, and more, as well as how to help you to perform at your best by optimizing your mindset as the business owner. So if you're a business owner, head across to Facebook via the link in the description of this podcast and join my free No BS Business Hacks Facebook group. So now you take that decision-making strategy and you strap on your pumpkin nuts, the balls that you should have as a business owner, and you go to them and you say, hey, look, here's what I want to do. No, or here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to grow the business. I'm going to invest $50,000 in marketing. I'm going to hire a new salesperson. It's going to cost us 100 grand a year, but it's going to be worth it. And here's why. And the reason why I'm doing this is so we can get more money, so that we can put the kids in better schools, so that we can go on better holidays. It's just going to take a year. And now you're talking in their values. And because of that, they're going to understand. They're going to say, I got you. I got your back. I get it. Whereas when you go to them, you go, I'm spending a hundred grand on this. And they're like, well, hang on. Listen here, shithead. The kids have to go to better schools. They are going to come back at you and try to convert your decision into their decision. Why? Because you didn't communicate it in a way that they understand. You have to communicate in values if you want your relationship to be your strong link. And if you're a business owner, you better have your relationship as a strong point because if not, it's going to wipe you out eventually. How many people do you know? And you may be one of these people who are listening. How many of you have destroyed your finances or destroyed your business because of relationship problems? Some people, if you've got a six-month relationship problem where you're going through chaos, when you're at work, you're thinking about the relationship, right? You're dealing with shit at home. When you get home from work and it's your safe space and now you're having arguments and stuff like that, that's going to distract you from growing the company or the organization. So the adversity is showing you your weak point. And what it's saying is you've got to understand other people's values. Now, when you understand other people's values, you become a better leader. So the better you are in your intimate relationship, the better leader you are of other people. The better you lead your kids, the better leader you are with other people. Because you learn how to communicate within people's value structure instead of telling people what to do like a dictator and then they get pissed off and then they're going to undermine you eventually. So understand that your adversity is always showing you your weak points. Every week I speak to business owners and the first thing that they do is they complain about all their fucking problems. And then when it's time for them to put a little bit of skin in the game, where they've got to invest, where they've got to make a decision, a commitment, they bitch out. They bitch out and go, I've got to go ask my partner. Really? Do you? Do they wipe your bum as well? Do they tell you that everything's going to be okay when you're struggling and pat you on the back and say it'll be okay? It's not you. It's everybody else. Okay, I hope not. I hope your partner says to you, listen here, it's fucking you. Change. Okay, that's a good partner. You might not want to hear that, but that's the partner that you probably need if you're acting like a little bitch. So anyway, my point is, is that adversity shows us where our weakest links are. And we have a choice. We have a choice of strengthening those weak links acting like a victim, bitching and moaning and complaining, going to the pub on a Friday afternoon with all your buddies who are all business owners or, and you all sit around complaining about how fucked the economy is, how fucked staff are, how fucked the government are, because that changes everything, doesn't it? Doesn't change shit. All it does is it just means that you whinge more, complain more, and you get more connection through whinging and complaining. And so that becomes the circle or the environment that you hang out in. 
that sucks. That's going to hold you back forever. Okay, don't do that. So anyway, adversity is showing your weak points. If you're someone right now who's going through adversity, understand that your weak points are being exposed right now. And you get to sit there and look at them and go, how do I strengthen that? If your mental health is one of those weak points, then it's time to strengthen it. If your health is a weak point, it's time to strengthen it. If your relationships are a weak point, it's time to strengthen it. If you've got issues in your business and you've got staff problems, that's your weakest link. Strengthen them. Learn how to hire people. Learn how to manage people better. Learn how to put in better process and infrastructure so that then your staff can be more effective, which will then free up your time to be a better leader, a better manager. Now, that doesn't mean that you have more free time. It means it frees up your time to move to the next problems that you can solve. That's what real business leadership is. Anyway, I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Hopefully, this is the ass kicking that everybody needs out there. Remember, I'm Michael Mojo. I'm the asshole that you need, um, just so that you're not the asshole in your own head. Have a great day, everybody. Keep kicking ass. Remember that your adversity is showing you your weakest links. If you wake up tomorrow and you get out of bed and say, where are my weak points? And you start strengthening those weak points right now, you may not have adversity for a lot longer. So you have a choice. You're going to wait until the shit hits the fan in order to strengthen something within your own life or within your business, or you're going to start to realize that that's a weak point and start to strengthen it now before the shit hits the fan. I hope a lot of you are understanding. I am one of the country's top mental performance coaches and human performance coaches. I have people every day ring me up and say, Michael, my relationship fell apart. What do I do? Well, it's too fucking late. It started falling apart two years ago. It's just now that you're being exposed because that link has broken. Okay, you probably wanted to fix that two years ago, right? If your business has hit rock bottom, that could have been something that happened two years ago, six months ago, eight months ago. It's just your lack of awareness and doing what you've always done, you've glazed over it. And now the link has snapped. And now you've got to try and put it all back together. That's the point you don't want to be in. Okay, I hope this podcast is really helping people to understand that if you're not looking at your next breaking point and fixing that now or strengthening it, you are going to hit rock bottom or you're going to end up in a rut. You're going to end up with some really challenging shit that you're going to have to deal with, whether it's in your business, whether it's in your personal life and so on. This is happening right now in the building industry. I've been talking about this on my podcast for the last 12 months and talking about that you've got to be careful. You have to be growing when everyone else is contracting. But at the same time, when everyone else is expanding and going stupid, you have to slow down and put in the infrastructure so that your business doesn't implode when everybody else's business is imploding. And that's what's happening right now. People got afraid. People didn't realize the weak link is their own insecurity around other people's business growth. And they look at their competitors and their competitors are growing and they're going, shit, we need to grow, we need to grow, we need to grow. We need to keep bringing on more stuff. Last year, I spoke to someone who had a large, large legal firm okay, with hundreds of lawyers. And they were saying, we can't even hire enough staff. Why? Because industries were growing so quick, they needed more legal. They needed more lawyers. And so they were trying to grow because all their competitors were growing. And my advice to them was just slow down, put in the infrastructure, build it properly. And they said our competitors are literally hiring people in Sydney and Melbourne and are just getting people to sit at a desk. There's not even work for them. But they're planning on having those people now so that in six months they can utilize those people because they just can't hire people fast enough. So they were hiring people before they even needed them just to have them there so that when they were expanding and they got to that level that they needed to, they wouldn't have to go and try and chase staff. Okay, that was crazy. That tells you that an industry is in a huge bubble. Hectic. So really think about those weak links that you have right now. 
Because if you're not going through a crisis right now, if you're not going through challenge right now, believe me, it is coming up if you're not strengthening the next weakest link. So keep working on that shit right now. And for most people, it's their mindset because the two weakest links are always going to be mindset and skill set. If you're not working on the areas of skill set in the areas of your life, then you need to work on the mindset in those areas. So as I mentioned before, intimate relationship, there's only a skill set and a mindset. You get those two things right, the relationship works. In your business, if you're improving skill sets and you're improving the mindsets, business tends to work reasonably well. You can have great skill set and a shitty mindset and everything will start falling apart around you. You can have a great mindset and pretend that everything's fucking amazing. But if you have no skill set and you're just absolutely dog shit at doing what you do, then things are going to fall apart. So always be thinking skill set and mindset in order to strengthen that link. Anyway, Driven Mofos, have a great day. Keep kicking ass. And I look forward to joining me back here once again for another episode of The Underestimated Entrepreneur. (laughs) 